Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 216. We have come to Krakow today, April 18, 1933. What a joy it is to find myself again where I took my first steps in the spiritual life. Dear Mother Directress, Mary Joseph, is ever the same, cheerful and full of love of neighbor. I entered the chapel for a moment, and joy filled my soul. In a flash, I recalled the whole ocean of graces that had been given me as a novice here. And today we gathered together to go for an hour's visit to the novitiate. The Mother Directress, Mary Joseph, gave us a short talk and outlined the program of the retreat. As she spoke these few words to us, I saw before my eyes all the good things this dear mother had done for us. I felt in my soul such profound gratitude toward her. My heart grieved at the thought that this was the last time I would be in the novitiate. Now I must battle together with Jesus, work with Jesus, suffer with Jesus. In a word, live and die with Jesus. Mother Directress will no longer be at my heels to teach me here, warn me there, or to admonish, encourage, or reproach me. I am so afraid of being on my own. Jesus, do something about this. I will always have a superior, that's true, but now a person is left more on her own. Krakow, April 21st, 1933. For the greater glory of God, the eight-day retreat before perpetual vows. I'm beginning the retreat today. Jesus, my master, guide me. Govern me according to your will. Purify my love that it may be worthy of you. Do with me as your most merciful heart desires. Jesus, there will be just the two of us during these days until the moment of our union. Keep me, Jesus, in a recollected spirit. In the evening, the Lord said to me, My daughter, let nothing frighten or disconcert you. Remain deeply at peace. Everything is in my hands. I will give you to understand everything through Father Andras. Be like a child towards him. A moment before the Blessed Sacrament. O my eternal Lord and Creator, how am I going to thank you for this great favor namely that you have deigned to choose miserable me to be your betrothed, and that you are to unite me to yourself in an eternal bond. O dearest treasure of my heart, I offer you all the adoration and thanksgiving of the saints and of all the choirs of angels, and I unite myself in a special way with your mother. O Mary, my mother, I humbly beg of you, Cover my soul with your virginal cloak at this very important moment of my life, so that thus I may become dearer to your Son and may worthily praise your Son's mercy before the whole world and throughout all eternity. I could not understand the meditations today. My spirit was so extraordinarily immersed in God. I could not force myself to think about what the priest was saying during the retreat conferences. I am often unable to think according to the points. My spirit is with the Lord, and that is my meditation. A few words from my conference with Mother Directress, Mary Joseph. 
She clarified many things for me, and she set me at peace as regards my spiritual life, reassuring me that I was on the right path. I thanked the Lord Jesus for this great favor, for she is the first of the superiors who did not cause me any doubts in this regard. Oh, how infinitely good God is. St. Faustina writes here that the place where she and the other sisters will make their retreat before her final vows, and probably the site of the third probation, will be the congregation's house in Krakow, where St. Faustina made her novitiate. This is the house where she is now buried and where the International Shrine of the Divine Mercy is today. St. Faustina reflects that after her final vows, she will no longer be in the stage of initial formation. In the religious life, we talk about permanent formation or ongoing formation, but after final vows, there's a greater need to take personal responsibility for one's formation. It's like graduating to adulthood. St. Faustina writes in her diary of her surrender to Jesus at the beginning of the retreat and her request for specific graces. Jesus reassures her, especially regarding the confessor, Father Andras. Then Faustina writes of her gratitude to Jesus, that he wants to be betrothed to her, that he has chosen her for this great grace. And she asks the intercession of Mary. She asks for Mary's protection. She wants to be a worthy bride of Christ. At times, she is so immersed in Jesus that the meditation preached by the retreat director makes no sense to her. She is on a different level with Jesus. St. Faustina writes of her gratitude for the mother directress, Mary Joseph, who understood St. Faustina and gave her the reassurances that she needed at the beginning of her religious life. God provides for our needs. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org.